0: usually at the lowest points of our lives when we learn the most. It's usually at the lowest moment of our lives that we figure out who we are. Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington, and welcome to Bullish boom people welcome back to the show today we're going to talk about the emotions of playing the game of business i was listening to kevin hart on joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about life and he says life has a game-like mentality to it something that stuck with me for a long time and the more i meet successful people people that play life at a very high level treat life like a game of moves and counter moves and how you position and, and over the course of 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years, who you can become and where you're ultimately going. That's kinda of what I wanna talk about today, at least in my world view and how we play this game. And the more, I remember one time I was, I was actually, so I just started my first business that was kind of making money and I was excited. I came, home, I was in college and I was came home and I remember talking to my parents about this. And my dad, as some of you guys know, is a big time entrepreneur and I said, dad, this is like fun. It's like playing Monopoly. It, we make a move and then sometimes you have to pay more money, but then sometimes like, man, you're like, at that, that time I'd made a bunch of money like the weekend before. And I was like, holy crap, like your bank account, like you actually get real dollars. It's not like some fake game. And my dad kind of smiled and, and he, you could see this like glint in his eyes. Like, he was just like, mm. like, you're finally seeing it. How this game is so fun and has game-like attributes to it. And if you can just tweak little knobs on this little machine of your business and or your life, it can produce really good results. And the sad thing is most people never get there. Most people never realize they're playing a game of life. So I want to talk about a few things today and the emotions of playing that game and at least how I like to play the game of business and how I'm trying to play a higher game of business. Uh, Number one, I'm kind of an idiot. I'm kind of dumb. As you guys listen to this, you're like, Bridger's an idiot, but I have a few Uh, few qualities that I think I'm I'm exceptional at one of them that I've realized that my wife pointed out to me, she says, Bridger, you have the ability. And again, I suck at most things, but I, for whatever reason, I have the ability as a business owner, entrepreneur to stand in the middle of chaos and not be that affected by it and almost laugh or have a, well, that sucks demeanor. Like let's figure it out. And, uh, my wife started to notice over the last week, this last year has been pretty crazy. We've had a lot of stuff hit us in the last year. Just, I I, I know we talk on the show and it's always cool on Instagram and everything's great, but like, we've had a lot of crap hit us and I'll share a few specific examples in just a second, but times where, you know, employees or people have left the company angrily or mad or not even that, but partners and competitors have come in and try to do stuff. Um, people, and, and for whatever reason I come home at night, I'm like, man, honey, I had a crazy day and like, let's laugh about it. And I, maybe this goes back to, I served a, a two year church mission for the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints in, uh, in Taiwan. And uh, if you guys ever see missionaries out there, I don't care if you're religious or not. I, I just would ask you to be nice to them. It's very hard to serve a mission. Oftentimes you're getting rejected. You're trying to sell religion door to door. I mean, it is a, it is a sad world you are in and oftentimes in another language. And so You're knocking on doors or talking to people and you get rejected hundreds of times a day. And it can be very depressing. And I remember my buddy, Nate, um, he was on, we were on missions at the same time. And he remembers, he sent me an email and he said, man, have you ever um, like, you know, you get a flat tire on your bike, you have no communication with home. You have no social media, nothing, no job. Like Literally all you do all day is just do this thing. And he's like, he's like, last week we got rejected. I was throwing up. I was like, I had diarrhea cause I was in, he's in South America and he ate some weird food and he's like, it's raining. And he, I just looked up in the sky and he like, I just started to laugh. He's like, how did I get myself here? I'm in a third world country speaking a language. I don't know. I'm throwing up cause I tried to force down this food <laughs> and he's like, I just had to look up in the sky and just laugh and like, what is going on here? And uh, he goes, have you done that yet? And I was like, and I, he, I was speaking my language. I'm like, yes. And and in the email, he said, once you figure out that ability to just look chaos in the face and just kind of laugh and just say, well, I guess we'll just see how this game plays out uh, is a really telling thing. Hey hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you this show has helped you in any way, shape or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing. Thank you guys so much. And we'll get back to the show. So for example, in our business, I mean, we've had regulatory agencies look at us. We actually have cleared and got exit letters from them. We've done other stuff. And it's been, I mean, just so interesting. Like you get lawsuits and other people looking at like, as you grow in business, you're just naturally going to have those things happen. And, uh, what, what I come back to is a core thing. And this is what I think my wife kept telling me, like, you just are able to stand and just be fine about stuff. And I really look back. If ever we get a lawsuit, or someone's mad at us or like complain or whatever it is, um, I go, are we running a honest business with integrity. Yes or no. And one of our core values is do good in the world. And I, I would say, yes, I'm like, yes, we run a very integrity. Like I, at least my, my opinion, and I go talk to my employees. Like are we, are we making sure everything's good? Are our clients get treated well. Are we do making sure everyone's being treated well. Like, yes. Okay. Then we're, we're good. As long as we have our integrity, then it'll all work out and we'll be fine. Like, that's the one thing that I will not compromise is our integrity as a company. And so if, if as long as that is good, then it's like, well, okay, this is just a chess move. We have someone on the outside, a competitor trying to do something to us and it's it's just a chess move. And so how are we going to counter that move? How are we going to do other things? How can we play this like a game? And uh, sometimes people can get very emotional. I have a friend uh, who runs a business and kind of the opposite happened. I mean, his business, they just got so entrenched with employees and people and growing and hiring and firing and lawsuits and and whatever, you know, competitors and other stuff. Uh, I mean, it drives people to you know, the hospital, it drives people to have mental breakdowns, it drives all sorts of stuff because in my opinion, they, they haven't learned the ability to laugh in the face of chaos and just say, well, let's, let's play dude. Let's play all out. Like, let's, this is just a move. It's and to to detach the emotions from it and try to say, okay, let's think about this like chess. And, uh, those, those guys, sadly, um, maybe they just weren't cut out for entrepreneurship, but, um, end up blowing up or they get, I don't know, it ruins their body and mental state they haven't learned to cope and breathe and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and again, my situation is different than theirs. And maybe if I was in their situation, I would have done the same thing. But I, the one so what I wanted to share today with y'all was this ability. If you can laugh in the face of danger, laugh in the face of chaos, uh, come back to your core values. Are we running a good business? Are we, do we have integrity? Yes. Okay. From there, what are these moves that other people are making? What's an employee making or am I CFO or somebody else? And, how can i think about it like a game can we map it out like going to war we actually one of our conferences is called the war room and i like to like i like to think about it like we're in the war room like planning out war games against like all these things how we're going to take over the world and uh how can we play this like a game and step back emotionally have fun laugh say you know what holy crap what an experience very few people at our age get the experience of having this competitor do this to us or somebody else do that or a lawsuit or this thing like That's a pretty cool experience to have. we're going to learn so much from this. It's hard to say. It sounds cheesy, but like, and then how can we play and be strategic about this chess move that someone else has made that we can make back uh, and counter and maybe make us even stronger. Um, My uh, good mentor of mine, he's like, he asked me actually, Bridger, have have you gone through a big lawsuit? We haven't actually. We haven't gone through any really lawsuits, big ones. We've had small little things, but nothing big. He's like, you're not a true business owner until you've gone through a big lawsuit. And so i'm i don't know i'm not waiting for that i hope we don't have any lawsuits we're fine as of now but uh (laughs) he's like you're not a true business owner until you've gone through a big lawsuit and i was like man that sucks but i like he actually had a lot of point because you will run your business way differently after you have a lawsuit so actually what i did is i went and found a couple friends that had gone through big lawsuits in our space i was like what happened to you guys like what happened what why did it go this way how can we learn from it i tried to learn from their experience of going through a big lawsuit and so I think that's interesting of how you play the game and play it at a high level. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Pennington here. So if you like liked the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there and we actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy, stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual-based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube and go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. With that, we'll get back to the show. Thanks, guys. Now, that's the game of business. Um, I wanna talk for a second about you know just the game of life. I mean, business is a, a factor of this, but ultimately you're playing this f- ultimate game of life and not just business and, and or your career, but with a spouse, with having kids, with having you know this full out game of how you're gonna play it. Um, and there's a lot of different routes. I don't say there's one, one correct route to go when you're playing the game of life, um, but it's good to have a core thesis, a core ending, a core goal. Um, and for me, at least I look around and I say the, the goal of life, and this, this comes from a religious point of view for me, but the goal of life is to ultimately become more like God. And that can sound crazy to some people, but that's how I think about life is, uh, I believe, uh, we have a, a God who is our father and that we are his children and that we, we actually are his fi- like children. Just like if you had a father who was an anesthesiologist and your children, yes, it's, if they're a toddler, it's a long road. They got to learn a lot and have a lot of experience and all sorts of stuff, but there's, they can eventually become an anesthesiologist. Um, I believe in a similar doctrine that we are actually God's children and we are put on earth to develop and become more God-like. One of the reasons I think we get the ability and chance to raise our own kids is so that we can feel what it's like to raise children and have posterity. that's one of the greatest blessings you can have on earth is a posterity. Uh, we get the chance and ability to sometimes lead people, whether it's leading a team. If you're gonna be like, God has to lead millions and billions of people, right? Like he's all these children and things, like think about the organization structure, like, like running a business. When I think about running a business, I think about it as a very, uh, in a religious sense. I say, you know, I am learning right now what it's like to lead and develop and grow and help people grow in an organization. And one day i might have to run a lot bigger organization and that an organization with my family and then how do i follow in other organizations as well am i a good follower and am i a good leader at the same time and i think about this game of life of you know if you wanted to raise a a human that had you know these these godlike attributes really incredible patience incredible humility incredible diligence well you would give them things that would test their patience you would give them things that would test their diligence or test their faith and so when you look at life, when we have the good, the bad, or the ugly, if we get a, something terrible in our life happens, I, I try to. I'm not perfect at this, but I try to think about this: of we're all on Earth school. We're just down on Earth school, trying to figure out how to become more like God-like, and develop. And I think of a perfect God, and my my sense of a God is a God that's perfectly loving, that loves us perfectly, and sometimes loves us enough to say no. And and not just loves us and gives us like Santa pats on our head and says go on, but loves us enough to say, I want you to become like me. So I'm going to put you through trials, challenges, tests. I'm going to give you kids that kind of suck when they're teenagers. I'm going to give you, you know, problems in your business. I'm going to give you other things to help develop you by the end of a course of a lifetime of 50, 60, 80, 90, hundred years that you can develop attributes that make you more God-like on earth school that you can then come home and, and be a more perfected being and I think that applies to every aspect of life of learning and education, getting a PhD running a business, running, running a family uh, across the board, you can go for any situation that we are in you can drive back that it, it helps us become, ultimately, hopefully becomes more like God and sometimes you, you listen to people and this could be religious or knowledge, but usually at the lowest points of our lives when we learn the most so usually at the lowest moment of our lives that we figure out who we are or we turn back to a lot of times to God and we turn back to our families and other things and we refocus and recenter our lives at our lowest moments Isn't that interesting and then typically through life cycles when people are r- rich and fat and happy that's the moment they turn away from everything else they forget their family they cheat on their spouse they and actually I think that's a lot, but sometimes giving, if you're a business person, giving someone tons of success in business might ultimately ruin their life for forever. So if you're a loving God and you're down and you're watching your children and you know, Joe down here, you're watching Joe Bridger and you're like, man, if I gave Bridger a a billion dollars right now, it actually would ruin his life. It's an interesting thought. 70% of people that win lotteries Regret, they said they were worse off after they won the money than when they won the money. Those were large lottery winners, won over $10 million. 70% said they were worse off after they won the money than before. I think there's a God. There's one sense that at least I think about business is who I have to become to handle that kind of net worth, if that's in the stars for me, if that's something that, that I want to you know pursue and go after, and, and how how will I be a steward over that capital as well, where I use it for good or where I use it for evil. I, all I think. Money does is just emphasize who you are. So that's one aspect of of you know money. Think about kids and family and other stuff. You know, am I a, a person that can handle having a certain number of kids or a spouse or like the perfect? Think about some people that aren't married. The perfect spouse, man. I'm just I'm praying that I can find that perfect person that I can love forever. Well, are if maybe God wants to send that perfect person, maybe you're not ready to receive them. You haven't developed yourself enough into someone who can receive that perfect girl or perfect guy once they come into your life. That's interesting as well. Interesting thought process, right? Who, What do we have to become in this game? And ultimately, what experience are we having that are making us develop in this game? And so this whole episode's on the emotions of playing the game of business. But I think bigger picture is playing this game of life. And how can we learn and use good and pull good things around us to, I think, I, at least for me, the ultimate goal of life is to become more like God. And that, that, that whole concept has, you have to have a a good sense of who God is at first. And I believe God is a loving heavenly father that loves us perfectly. And then from there, how do we become more like him and and gain attributes, God-like attributes over the course of a, a life. And, um, when you have, at least for me, I'm not, I'm not good at this at all, but I'm trying to be better when you have that picture in your brain, it's really fun. You play life all out. I only got one chance down here. I'm going to play all out. I'm going to try to get gain as much experience as I can here. I'm going to try to learn as much as I possibly can. I'm going to, I'm going to live life, not recklessly, but I'm going to live life to the fullest. I'm going to get, I'm going to squeeze the juice out of this life the most because I need to gain the most experience, become more like God and gain experiences that are good, bad, and ugly to help me develop myself into a, hopefully a better being that can become more God-like. And maybe, and hopefully if I'm blessed to live a long life by the time I'm 70 or 80 or 90 years old, I can look back and say, wow. And hopefully I, I could be a refined person over the course of a lifetime because of the experiences that I've gained being here on earth. All right. I got a little religious for you there, but that's uh that's kind of how I think about life in this game um, that we're playing right now. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Let me know down below. You guys are made to see you on the next episode. Peace.